And now, streaming out of Northeast Ohio, representing Marks, Drunks, and a little bit of kayfabe, AIW Fan Club. It's wrestling and podcasting, previewing and reviewing all motherfucking day. People of the world, I give to you wrestling fucking cheers. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name, and they're always mad you came. You wanna go where you can see that troubles are all the same. You wanna go where everybody knows your name. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially during Jailet Weekend. This is Wrestling Chairs. We like to talk about things going on in Northeast Ohio, independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a preview for this weekend's J-Lit Weekend, the JT Lightning Invitational Tournament, Friday and Saturday at the Odeon. I'm your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe your Everlist to find podcasts, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose, desire WrestlingCheers at gmail.com. Like I said, this is a preview for this weekend's Jaylet Weekend. Already introduced myself, and of course... We got butters. Yo, what's up? Have, haven't heard from you in two weeks. Ah, you know, just uh, dealing with my mental health. <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all? But yeah, uh, episode three hundred one. And we're gonna be talking about Jay the weekend. It's a lot, a lot of, a lot of episodes. Yes, it's staggering when you think about it. Like, there's at least six hundred hours on this feed of just wrestling cheers. Not every episode might go an hour or two, but I've had ones that go go north of two, especially with Jesse. So like, damn, 600 fucking hours minimum. It's a lot of talking. And that's why we have you here. So I don't have to talk as much. <laughs> All right. We got this weekend's J-Lit weekend and we're going to get into as much as we can. Obviously, we don't know any matches from night two because we have to have the matches in night one and... Anybody who loses a match will potentially be in other matches for night two. So nothing we can preview there for that. And there's no like um, special match, non-tournament match that can be advertised ahead of time for night two like we had, which I can only think of it the one time. And that's when it was Johnny versus Samoa Joe. Other than that, like normally just expect or just think that people that were on night one have the potential of being on night two someone showing up who wasn't on night one is unlikely. I expect Bishop to defend the absolute title on night two against somebody. So that's, that's something you can look forward to, I guess. I mean, you got that. I mean, like, uh, it's like, if they're not AIW people like Bishop's Bishop's AIW, but like, don't like, like bringing up the match that I did with Samoa Joe and Johnny Gargano. Like, don't expect, I mean, don't expect Johnny Gargano to show up 
for right for night two in a match. Uh, don't expect anything like that. But like, uh, if they're AIW wrestlers, like, um, I'm trying to think of people <laughs> AIW because I was like, ah, uh, what about like who's not on booked on this card? I'm like the main event. I'm like, yeah, the main event probably won't be there either. Um, Weirdster, Weirdster could be in a match night two. Probably won't be, but people like that. All right. So first Jaylit since 2019. How many how many Jaylits have you been to? Because I know there was the stretch where you weren't going to every show. Uh, I believe the last one was my first one. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, I I guess that kind of makes sense with it being a two day show. You coming from like the Youngstown area that yeah that was going to be a, a bigger deal for you and then I, your, some of your jobs you've had around that time yeah that would that would make sense yeah that big stretch there i worked at walmart for eight years so i worked pretty much every friday saturdays and sunday so I, that was just aw was very much off the table most of the time so unless it was something i was able to figure out and plan like a month in advance and get the day off and stuff and everything worked out but it was very rare at that time yeah, like I know you'd show up for like Absolution, like that was like one of the bigger ones that we would yeah. see you at. But other than that, like, yeah, it was random. And now you think you're showing up at literally damn near every show, pretty much, except for Winchester shows. Yeah. And we we both weren't at uh, the North Canton Street Festival. And obviously, there's going to be no review because th- they're like house shows. So, yeah, it's also it doesn't re- exist in, in the bubble that uh, we, we talk about. Yeah. And then for me, it was just my wife wanted to do some things, and technically we had plans to do something else this past weekend. I don't think I've talked about it on the show. We were supposed to go to this, and this kind of pisses me off, like there's this horror convention in New Jersey, and she wanted to meet like all these people from Scream. Well, I've been to enough conventions, like you kind of know how the websites run and all this stuff, like they never post posted like how much autographs were going to be. I can't remember like, or maybe it was like, they didn't post picture. They didn't post like one of the prices at all for people. And uh, you could only, you would buy like every other convention. Like you buy tickets by either day or they get the whole weekend pass. But let's, right. let's say you're like, I want to go Saturday and I want to see uh, Skeech from scary movie. I'm not scary movie. Uh, Scream. Well, he ended up canceling, but if that was the only person you wanted to see, your options were to either, sell your ticket to somebody else or eat it because they offered no refunds. And I was like, how, how the fuck is that? That's just how some people are nowadays, man. Yeah. They can get away with. So to, to make it even worse, they were, they were getting low on tickets for Saturday. And my wife is kind of like bugging me. Like when do we buy tickets, when do we buy tickets. And I was like, fine, like buy them today. Like take whatever day it was. She goes and buy the, buys them and accidentally buys Friday. And I couldn't get off a Friday, like on like a week and a half notice. So we just had to eat the, the ticket prices because I don't think anybody was wanting to buy Friday tickets off of us when like you could go on the website and still buy them. Like everybody obviously right. went Saturday. Yeah. So we just ate the ticket prices and went to the Toledo Zoo instead. <laughs> and that, that just, that, that just kind of like pisses me off, like how their website was and didn't have all that shit up. And then like, oh yeah, no refunds. And I'm like, I think even like the big conventions, like, oh, you wanted to go see this person? Like, I think you, you either can get your money back whenever or uh, probably within a window. Like, hey, this person canceled. You got, if this is who you want to go see, like, you have this amount of time to ask for a refund. 
not 100 percent sure all right because i've never had had that issue and even thinking like stuff with aiw like i mean granted because we go through Eventbrite, like you can you can get your money back there's like there's a request refund thing because i know on their website or the facebook i should say they try to say like oh like every other sporting event and all this like we don't offer refunds it's like really because i feel like that's horseshit you think you would think with like how uh everything happened with covid that that would be a thing that stuck around was like understanding that like okay um what if you get covid then you can't go oh well now you're not going to refund me well i'm just going to go to the show now with covid like that's like the thing that they were preventing by letting you get that refund and now they're just like whatever oh well the funny thing is is i think it's the direct it's kind of like covid i should say where i think it for me it's it's like covid but with a little bit opposite of they need to like guarantee that they have money and they can't lose sales. And if people like pull out, like that's like they're losing sales. That's what, that's, that's what in my head that I was thinking of like, Oh, they're trying, they're just trying to prevent losing money by like, Oh, you fucked up or the person you wanted to see canceled. Sorry. Like too bad. So sad. Like if you, uh, granted, if you bought like whatever the price is for stuff to autograph or photos, whatever they had listed, and you pre-bought tickets that's when they were like oh yeah we'll refund you that because obviously it's like they're not showing up you're not going to use that now so we have to give you your money back but it's like well you the, the ticket's so good for the show you can still come like especially like us coming from ohio like if who i yeah, want still city still cities real good about like refunding their stuff if like people cancel because like they have those stack lineups and then like a handful of people cancel every time due to commitments so it's like they're really quick to like refund the autograph like if anybody that pre-bought tickets for that stuff but yeah they're usually still stuck with like you can still come to the show type thing yeah so yeah that shit just like i said pisses me off but instead instead of going to aiw because i did have people like ask me well especially you like beforehand like yeah we're going going to the zoo because we do a lot of wrestling stuff and a lot of stuff that i want to do and here's an aiw show that i technically didn't have to be at even though i would have liked to have went for a few different reasons, one of them being a funnel cake, but I can get a funnel cake later. Yeah. So chose to do that instead. And yeah. Um, and you, you chose not to go either. Yeah. Took the day off and relaxed. Didn't feel like being out around people. I was at the zoo and I didn't fucking want to be around people. <laughs> I also got spoiled once where me and my ex went to the Columbus zoo the week of Thanksgiving, like on a Tuesday. So school's still in session. It wasn't like you need a winter coat on to be bearable. Like I think we we had like thicker coats, but nothing like horrible. And like there was like next to nobody there. It was great. Half some of the animals weren't able to be out because of the temperature, but still it's like fuck. This is so, this is so entertaining. I can just <laughs> I can uh, hang out, kind of do whatever I want, not be in anybody's way. No one's in my way. Like it's great. So yeah, um, that's why we don't have any conversations about that show but we're here for jaylet weekend and the ending of or as we're coming to the ending of this crazy jam-packed summer for aiw we have these shows three shows in two days and then next weekend we got fucking rager and then the next day is old wrestling like next two weekends are fucking nuts plus aew on wednesday if you're gonna do that so it's i mean crazy i will not be doing that Neither will I, but I know a lot of people are. So now maybe this will be the the Cleveland show where Johnny Gargano finally debuts. 
Because <laughs> he was supposed to last time, according to fans. Kind of thought he was going to do it on Raw last week. And I'll openly admit, I watched Raw just for that reason. And I do feel like they teased it. Kind of, I do kind of think he's going back. Probably. But we'll see. I, I will say this, someone who hasn't really watched WWE Weekly for a number of years, like, I like some of the changes that I felt. I don't know if some of those changes were put in since Triple H took over or that maybe they happened a year ago and I didn't know because I haven't been watching weekly, but there were things that I, I did kind of enjoy about it. I still don't want to watch every single week, but that is what it is. Yeah. They, they managed to turn Kevin Owens back into the wrestler that I loved. Still love him, but back to like that level, like, ah, oh, that'd be great. So this is how we're going to do this preview. We have 12 first round matches and then we have the entire card for fresh meat. So we're going to talk about the first six matches that were announced for JLIT. Take a little pause from that topic. Go just talk in general about fresh meat because we really know nothing about these guys. Uh, I, I did kind of question whether I should bring in like Don for something. I've like talked to him about it, but we'll just, we'll see how well it goes. Like we don't have much to talk about, but It'll be interesting to hear what we have to say and then like maybe even come back in a year and see like, you know, how well like everything aged between us talking about them and uh, their match that they're going to have at Fresh Meat. Then after that, we'll go back to JLIT uh, night one, finish off the card. So we got we got a lot to talk about and we've already burned up enough time as is. So let's get into the first match. All right, the f- we got, if you're going to start off with a match, Casey Carrington versus Ernest the Cat Miller, can we briefly talk about, and this is something that I noticed, and I don't know if everybody else noticed, but like the graphic for this particular match, you got Casey Carrington, like absolutely great, sharp image. You've got Ernest the Cat Miller look like it came from literally 2001. I think that kind of added to it. I'm not knocking it, but when I noticed it, it was just like, Oh, that's kind of a shitty quality picture. Okay. I'm guessing something new for him was hard to find. Okay, that's fine. But that's probably just how long he's kind of been out of it. Like, I don't know. I don't even know if he's wrestled since WC. He probably has, but like, I, I don't know the last time he fucking wrestled. Let's go to the, uh, the old cage match and take a look. That's what I was doing. You need to talk to stall time. Well, I am doing the same thing. So I guess I'm stalling by saying that. I think that uh, Casey Carrington um, definitely might have the advantage here. He's younger uh, and maybe inexperienced, but uh, Ernest Miller is um, pretty old. So I don't know how well he's going to be able to move. Uh, If he's done anything recently, I mean, who who knows what shape he's going to be in. Um, It looks like he's had... Uh, he was in a rumble this year and that's really it. He hasn't wrestled since 2019. Uh, it's very sporadically. Uh, he took a lot of time off in between like, it looks like 2006 and 2015. So yeah, who knows what this guy's going to look like when he shows up and yeah, basically fuck. I forgot he was in WWE. God, I forgot all about fucking 2004 <laughs> SmackDown WWE. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, so who knows what he's gonna look like? And I mean, in Casey, you know, has his guys with him. They they aren't gonna not be there. So, and he was like 
2004, he was only there fucking granted. He was there the year before, but like he only lasted a little over a month into, uh, 2004. Sometimes cage match does fuck me up because it goes the, I don't want to say, I want to say the European way, but I guess a lot of other countries do it where it's day, month, year and not month, day, month, year. Day, year. Yeah. Cause I was He's like almost 60 years old. So, <laughs> cause I was like, Oh, he had a match like March 1st, 2004. Didn't have another match until April 1st, 2004. And I'm like, wait a minute. Oh yeah. Oh, but nonetheless, like his last match in WWE was February 9th, 2004. And it was a house show. Like even his last televised match was a fucking, uh, the SmackDown Royal rumble. So yeah, fucking, I think this was an interesting pick for to have someone come into jail it mm-hmm. i'm not going to be i'm never really going to be someone who just is one of those annoying vocal fans that just needs to tell you like well this was a dumb decision you shouldn't have brought in marco stunt and blah 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 like i don't love ernest miller but i'm like okay worst case scenario like he's still fun for jail it weekend to, right to where like um he can obviously help out wrestlers giving them whatever advice and then you have I don't know how much she likes to party, but like Jay lit is pretty infamous for a party atmosphere. So maybe, but going up against Casey Carrington who lost to Dominic Greeny, he, he fucked that pussy. So it'll be interesting to see where Casey goes from here. What are your thoughts on this match? I mean, I, I have strong bets on Casey in this match. I think that Ernest is a, a fun surprise, but I don't think he's getting out of the first round. Um, I think Casey's going to move on to the, the second day. Not easy. It may not be an easy run, but it's going to be, it's not going to be like a barn burner match either. So it should be all right. And also as of recording this, we don't have a bracket, so we don't know who he would be in a second round match with, but you got to figure depending on how these brackets fall, that's still going to be some tough competition. Right. So you got Casey. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take Casey too. Let's move on to the next one. Next up, we have Eric Taylor versus Eric Young. I think it's a bold predicament, uh, bold prediction. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick Eric. <laughs> As the joke's been made uh, enough times on Twitter already, but I'll wait till the crowd chance. Let's go, Eric. I'm happy it's not a different first name because that that could be annoying, especially in the all the wrong area. We wouldn't look at it like that. But anyway, um, right. <laughs> Eric is somebody, Eric Taylor, that, I mean, I know it's like the gimmick or like his tagline thing of like future too bright. And it's like he, I think like in AIW, he does have a bright future, especially with, you know, the Bitcoin boys with the Duke. But we've seen how well Eric, as well as Mikey can be solo. And this is like, this is a big test. This is fucking Eric Young from Impact, TNA, briefly WWE. Dude's been around. Yeah, he's a former NXT tag team champion. Uh, he's a former TNA World Heavyweight champion. So I mean, he's he's done a lot. So, did you pull up his cage match too? Mm-hmm. I did not. I did not think about that till now. But I mean, even if I didn't, like I knew he was a former Impact champion, so world champion. I forgot that that happened until you said it. <laughs> they did it around the same time that Daniel Bryan won. Ah, uh, like answer yes. to it. Yeah, and everybody kind of bitched about it because they were like, oh, you're just copying. But I don't know. Like, like as a dude, I always liked Eric Young. 
I liked him when he was in uh, his group in NXT, Sanity. I thought that fit well for him and having a group like that. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked uh, Sanity in NXT, and then when they even when they brought him on to the main roster, like that could have been so much more. But the you know the ball was dropped. Of and course like, it was. But and anyway, <laughs> the collection of characters you have there, you know, Eric Young being the veteran, uh, Big Damo, like that was your. I mean, that's your big heavy. That's your your big dude in the group having um, Nikki Cross. I had to try to remember which last name to say and which not to say. Nikki Cross uh, in there as well. Like I liked, I liked her being this like little firecracker that could just go literally nuts. And then what was the other, the other one? Was uh, Alex Wolf, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I I liked him too. But for me, I think the like big demo being part of it was great. And now, shit, Nikki's the only one left. Yeah. Good for her, though. Good for her. What are your thoughts on this match? I mean, this is going to be a real test for, um, for actually for both guys, I think, because Eric Young, even though he's a veteran and stuff like that, and he's been around the block a bunch, um, Eric Taylor is, is really good. And uh, this could be a breakout for him. I mean, this is, this is a big test, but I feel like... Um, this could go either way, honestly. I mean, he's uh, Eric Taylor's, as you know, him and Mikey are just so good, even the singles are in, in tag, but it just, it's just going to be a very interesting match. Who you got? Um, I'm going to go with Eric Young. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Eric Young too. After much, uh, debate in my head, you know, where both of these guys can wind up night two, I think Eric Young second round makes the most sense. All right, let's move on to match number three. Cheech versus Wes Barkley. This is a fun matchup. Yeah. We don't see Cheech in singles competition often. Um, Wes, we've seen him. I feel like most of the time in AIW, we've seen him singles competition. Like I would say maybe just doing a, a guess maybe a quarter of his matches have been tag, but still like Wes is part of the tag team division. And also too, like he's, he's got a little bit of redemption from the last show. And now he's got a big match coming up next week at Rager too. And I'm wondering if that's going to play a part in this match. We'll f- find out. I think it may play a part in one of the matches, but I don't think it's going to be the first one of the night. I think, or the, the first night, I think that, Wes is going to defeat Cheech, but I don't think he is going to make it out of the second round because I think that the Duke is going to have something to say about that. And if I'm correct, is the Duke's not in this? I believe you're correct. I just went through all the graphics, like, and they're they're mostly in order. Kaplan's the only one that I accidentally posted late, but uh, I believe I have all 24. I just have the poster up. He's not on it. So, oh yeah, there's that aspect. I could just look at that because everybody's on there. Yeah. So the Duke could definitely play a part in this match. I mean, it's possible. Um, I think that with everybody expecting it, though, it may not happen until night two. True. I am expecting Duke Duke to be on commentary for this match. That's definitely possible. Uh, What if we get like a second round match where we got Cheech and Colin in the ring at the same time? Ooh, that'd be interesting. Two Infinity and Beyond explodes. The longest running tag team currently in AIW. Like, and I don't think it's even close. 
they were they were a team before some of these tag teams even got together. What if they both advance and both Mikey and Eric advance and then they have a four way? Oh, that could be fun. Yeah. Have to. Or Philly and Marino. I mean, there, there's a couple tag teams in here that could. Okay, uh, okay let's be real. Philly and making the round two. <laughs> this is true. This is true. No, I mean, I, you know, no way in fucking hell he makes it to round two. <laughs> I would place a bet like, oh, if he makes it to round two, I'll blah, blah, blah. But I'm not doing that because. <laughs> knowing, knowing my luck, it'll he will make it to round two, and I'll look like a fucking idiot. But I, I, nah, we're not pick. We're, we know we're not picking against Broner. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But uh, Cheech and Wes, who do you got? Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Wes. I'll go Wes. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cheech. I think we could. No, I mean, I'm gonna say I would see him in another match night too, but we we will see him in a different match night too. I actually, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a tag team match with the shooters night two. Bishop's already got one title match that day. No, it's non title. That match is non title. That is non title. He's got one uh, singles match that day. Right. I don't know if he's gonna do two. He could. Oh, Wes, Wes, Wes has a match that day too in that afternoon show. So, yeah. So that's what I say. Them working together as tag team. Would make sense. Possible. All right, let's move on to match number four. Bulking season explodes. Chuck Stone versus Arthur McArthur. I think this is the first time in JLIT history. I think round one has been two tag partners. Like we've seen tag teams in JLIT, but never like same match. What are your thoughts on this? Uh,. Man, this is going to be hard to pick. I, I like both guys. This is, man, interesting. That's all I can say is interesting. Hard hitting. Especially the both of them being, not even just they're a tag team. They're fucking tag team champions. Like, yeah, you want to win, but you don't want to, like, hurt your partner too much. And I, I would think we wouldn't see a double DQ or anything. That's only happened once to my knowledge that I can remember. And that was 2013. And on top of it, I almost fucking predicted it because we saw Dickinson and Whitmer advance to the second round. And that's when uh second round was still singles matches. So you had it to where they end up in a double count out. They had the blow off at Abso, I think, or they were supposed to, I can't remember because you know, Dickinson, but that made like whoever was like going to face the winner went on to the finals. And I want to say it was ACH. I don't remember though, but I, I, I'm looking forward to this one. I love Chuck Stone. I love Arthur MacArthur, but if I'm picking anybody here, it is 100% Chuck Stone. I'm going to pick Arthur MacArthur. Yeah. I, I, I mean, Chuck Stone's a badass. You know, Chuck Fox, but you know. <laughs> Chuck Fox, but still should be a good one and definitely looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to um, match number five. Marino Tanaglia versus Jocelyn Navarro. Okay. Uh, we're, both, <laughs> we're both picking Jocelyn on to match number six. Okay. Now back to Marino and uh, Jocelyn. Uh, I mean, I, I know who I'm picking. Jocelyn, the I only, know, yeah, I know who you're picking. <laughs> the only female in this entire tournament. And before we got the, um, the whole idea that, Whoever wins is going to be the intense champion. 
I was like, oh, they're going to get a title shot because, you know, that's that's normal protocol. So like Jocelyn wins and just goes down to Florida, cashes in that opportunity and brings back the title. <laughs> I'm not saying she she beats Shayna. I'm just saying she gets the title back. But that was pure joke. Right. I don't know. I've enjoyed Philly uh, lately, or excuse me, uh, Marino lately. Um, wow. Uh, Marino, I don't know. Like, ever since they've, like, turned bad in air quotes, like, this new attitude, like, I don't know, something about Marino. He's He's been all right. I like him. Uh, I feel like it took PME a little while to, like, really get into it, but it has worked. There has been this attitude with both philly and marino that feels genuine like i'm not saying mm. they're dicks but like i'm not watching it going like oh like you guys are too nice too nice of guys to be doing this shit no like like there's just this cockiness and right it, it's fun to watch i'm not gonna fucking root for him but right. it's hands down so fun to watch but we, we got jocelyn navarro um i'm one no kind of wondering like well is, is she officially done with katie or should i say is katie done with her she coming back or is it that's a big question mark right now for her. I mean, the two straight falls puts her yeah, over. That's true. And in, in that feud. So I think that's, that's, that's done. Like she, she squashed that. She's, she's done with, with Katie. Uh, she's the face of the AIW women's division. Um, she, I mean, she can go with the guys too. So like this matchup, I mean, a lot of people are going to be like, Oh, I would just pick Marino. Well, I mean, you, you can't, can, you can't count Jocelyn out. She's, She's a fucking hell of a fighter. So hell of a fighter and, you know, can take a punch from a dude just like she can any other woman wrestler. Right. Maybe top five uh, strongest women we've seen in the IW. Not like strength wise, but like being able to go toe to toe with the men. If not top five, at least top 10. Because I, when I sit there and think about it as I'm talking, like there were a lot of women who like would have intergender matches i think jocelyn just on the level of like you remember when we got to learn about her and the interviews uh, on go for broke like she really hit a nerve and connected with me um and ever since then like she's just been you know somebody i love to root for and um she has strength inside and out of the ring so i think that even like going toe-to-toe with guys like she's just stronger than so many people with like what she's dealt with outside of the ring. So I think that inside the ring, she's even stronger than, I mean, just about anybody she's, she's got that will and determination and that's, you know, that's not easy to come by. And, uh, that's very important. Yeah. I mean, for me, when it came to like just rooting for her in general, the moment she showed up at AIW, yeah, you were all about it. Like when she showed up, you were so excited. So, and it, it was because I've watched her from the outside of AIW and right. just scratch and claw and like try to make something of herself. And like before, like, I don't, I'm like, cause like she doesn't necessarily have a gimmick, but her presentation for me wasn't all the way there. And right around the time she debuted AIW, like that's when like it clicked. But seeing her, like, I know she went to, I think, both new talent initiatives, at least the first one. So, like, yeah, as soon as she showed up, I'm like, fuck yeah, like, she made it. Cool. And I want 
I want AIW to build a women's division, but it's, at the same time, after recent conversations about the women's division, I don't think that like even the topic of a women's division should be like brought up as much. But when I see, and this is the key part, when I see local women who become regulars at AIW, that's the goal. Because because mm-hmm. yeah, AIW had a women's division before, like pretty stacked. But most of them, you would only see girls night out. You would see like maybe a women's match here and there. But right, right. but right now we have four women who don't live that far. Like the furthest ones live in Pittsburgh. Right. Actually, I think, oh, I think three of them now live in Pittsburgh one and one's here, but still like have, having a reliable, have reliable women wrestlers that close means so much more. And whether, right. whether there's a title involved or not, like seeing them on just more shows is awesome. And like to, to me, like when we talk about the women's division, that's the goal, not necessarily getting girls night out back, but building newer talent like that. And I, I obviously right, just having a strong division that you can be proud of when you mention AIW and their division. It's like, yeah. we have a good women's division. We have a good tag division. You like this? We do this really well. I like it. I would get what you mean. And then you, ha- I mean, you yeah, ha- she, she, she's the face of it. And I think like, I would love to see her face some of the other like big name talent out there. I know it's hard to get some of them to come in uh, from the East coast, but like I've been begging for for her and Trisha Dora. Like I want that match so bad. I think that match would be amazing. Can can Jocelyn take the title from her? I mean, it's totally possible. I think. Oh, that'd be a fucking moment. Yeah, that would. I mean, I just, I just, I getting that match in general would be amazing for me because I I really want to see that. I think that'd be really awesome to see. And plus, I get to see Trisha Dora again. She's awesome. She's a really really nice person. Still haven't seen her yet. And that's why we need to go to enjoy next time they run. And hopefully we can make it happen. Cause I think you'd really like it there. Well, I think, uh, I'm a big fan of one of their commentators. So <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty much, it's all going to depend on when shit falls. We're about to hit football season. And that's going to be a little, yeah. a little harder for me. Which well, I know they, they, they do. I know they run on Saturday, but I'm talking about like weekend doing things where right. like adding another weekend of doing going to a wrestling show instead of, you know, um, regular stuff, relationship stuff. Yeah. The fall's coming up, you know, your wife loves the Halloween in the fall and it's, it's, you know, you gotta go to the pumpkin patch and I oh, we don't do that shit. Maybe haunt the house. <laughs> Haunted houses. Yeah. Gotcha. But well, we'll see, but we'll make it work one time. It'll be fun. As, as long as you don't try to pull me to a show, my anniversary weekend. I can't promise anything. <laughs> oh no, you've already tried, and I told her, and she was pissed. <laughs> she was Can like, she really blame me though? Can she really blame me? And then I told her, you said like, "Oh, bring her along," and she was basically like, "Fuck no." <laughs> so yeah, that's that's not happening. <laughs> I'll smooth it over. Just let me talk to her. I'll smooth it over. Oh no, you got to work. You're not winning that one. Not. <laughs> <laughs> not fucking anniversary weekend. That's uh that's a big no. Especially the first anniversary. I think we talked about like if it was like our seventh anniversary or something like where it's like a weird number, eh, whatever. But like it's it's the first. So that will not be happening. <laughs> but if we go anywhere, I know we got next month um fucking OWA and the paradigm run on the same day. Uh it's OWA and unsanctioned. Is it unsanctioned? Okay. Why do I think Paradigm was yeah. running? that day but anyway nonetheless especially being a good trouble show i'm waiting for them to announce more people 
there's people that I want to be on that. I want to be on that show. They did announce O'Shea Edwards, so that does make me happy. Get to see him again. Yeah, there's like a multi-main ladder match on that show with Trey. I still need more people to be announced. Okay. If they, I mean, I'm I'm <laughs> leaning on going, but like if they're like Alex Kane's going to be there, Trisha Dore's going to be there. Um, I mean, we know people we could probably hit up and and ask these questions to and find out before everybody else. I'm just saying. Sometimes I like being surprised. <laughs> I mean, I do too, but at the same time, like if we need to get our tickets in advance, waiting until like the last second may not be smart. I don't know. Might run out of tickets. They might, uh, you know, other things might come up. I don't know. We're getting balcony seed and I know that. Oh yeah, for sure. Hopefully as long as they're not sold out already. I don't want to say front row sucked, but when you look balcony is the place to be. I mean, that was, I mean, we really probably could have just hung out up there the whole time. It'd been fine. I need big Twan and Jocelyn both to be on the show. <laughs> well, I'm sure they probably will be there. They're locals. So, I mean, they're within a couple hours, so that makes sense. But anyway, let's go back to this match. Let's get, let's get back to the, what we're talking about. Too many tangents. I tried, I tried cutting through it. I said, Jocelyn's going to win. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go Jocelyn as well. <laughs> yeah. Um shocker. Turn of event. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the last match of the first half. This is a good one. Colin Delaney versus Dalton Castle. And most people don't know this, I feel like, because none of us are this old of coming to AIW shows, but this will be Dalton Castle's return to AIW. Not his debut his return after 11 years, over 11 years. The last time he was at AIW, I wasn't even going to shows. So you can figure there's only going to be a handful of people that were there. And even a handful might be much. There might be like two or three people that were there before or even remember when Dalton Castle was here. Um, <laughs> so uh, Lewis from Processing Ponderings, as soon as this match was announced, said that he needed me to be one of Dalton Castle's boys at the show. And he was quickly told that I'm not a student, so that couldn't happen. And uh, I, I would not do that anyway. Uh, nobody wants to see that. I'm just hoping TKD is in the Cleveland area because I think he would be great at that. I personally think the Bitcoin boys would be good boys. <laughs> well, they got, they got, they got matches night one. Yeah, but you know, they're under masks. They're just the boys. Then they're no longer Bitcoin boys. They're just the boys. Either it's like you either go like, like that kind of route or like, do you get it where it's like people that it kind of stands out? Like it's Joshua Bishop. <laughs> could you imagine that'd be so fucking funny oh my god joshua bishop and matt justice (laughs) what that's what i'm saying like oh my god you go the complete opposite direction people oh oh it won't happen maybe joshua bishop joshua bishop and the duke oh my god stop it Joshua Bishop and the Duke. Give me the Duke as the one of the boys. <laughs> oh, get out of here. Fuck it. Let's look at this AIW roster and figure out who can be one of the boys. 
I know that Weirdster. Weirdster is going to be one of the boys. Oh, that's a good. That's a good pick. Uh, I know they wouldn't bring him in. Can you imagine like Swoggle being one of the boys? <laughs> um. Oh my God. Big Twan. Big Twan. One of the boys. <laughs> The, the return of Ethan Wright. <laughs> Le- Levi Everett. I'm looking through the, the roster and just figure out who, who would be funny. And like looking at some of these names and pictures that we've talked about it before. So many are like old. What if it was Eric Stevens? This is a surprise. Oh, that'd be great. Um, yeah. If we're going from like straight from this roster, um, there's not a lot of ho- people. Because either people going to have to be students. I mean, to be honest, but yeah, like there's a lot of fun guesses. I mean, make Ziggy one of the boys for the night. I mean, can we get Dan Housen back for a night? I'm still on board of Bishop being one. Oh, that's too funny. I mean, it's totally possible. If he can do Slutty Cat, he can be one of the boys. He did Slutty Cat at another promotion altogether. So, but what I'm saying is, like, he could do that type thing. You know what I mean? I mean, if he could do the Masked Marauder, because he'd be under a mask, so we wouldn't for sure know it was Justice. Just a man in a mask that looked like him. And then we have, Dal- we have a, not Dalton, but we have uh, Colin Delaney also in this match. Yeah, but in uh, every single jailet, right? Yeah. On top of that, like, him and Dalton go way back, I guess, back to, like, kindergarten. So, once this match was announced, I was like, oh, that, that makes total fucking sense. Someone that Dalton's familiar with, so it's not like we're throwing him up against like Kaplan. Like, okay, okay. I think this will be a fun match. Oh, for sure. I think Colin Delaney wins, but I think just so that we can do something really fun with Dalton Castle on night two. Okay. Because there's a lot of matches I'd like to see Dalton Castle have with AIW talent on night two um, that wouldn't work in like a four way situation. So I'd like to see him do something special on night two with somebody. Okay. So we're both picking uh, Colin Delaney. Yes. All right. Let's uh, take a break from Jaylet and let's move into fresh meat Two. which also at the Odeon uh, 3 PM bell time on the 20th. We have six matches. Uh, do we want to make some picks? Cause like, this is the weird thing about this. It's like, I couldn't tell you anything about Vic Vice or Shaw Mason, Tyson Riggs, Austin James, Hendrix Hawkins, or Sam Holloway. Like, could tell you nothing about them. So it's like, I have no, right. we have no insight on them at all. I mean, I think a brief thing here with just they're debuting. There's going to be debuting referees. There's going to be debuting commentators. Oh, yeah. Um, when they mean fresh meat, we're getting a lot of fresh out of the AIW Academy talent here on this show. We're, so, I mean, we're getting Dustin Alberti, who you heard last week, early last week on this show, doing a run in much like butters over here mm-hmm. during uh, the bulking season episode where we blatantly talk about like, yeah, he was on like early on this podcast. He was part of the Ohio Indie report. But when yeah. he's he started to become more involved with AIW, I pulled back from using him and it's just more about a respect thing. I don't want to be any like, um, 
especially because at the time he was just being a student. I was like, yeah, like right. can't can't necessarily use you the same way. So I wonder what his name's gonna be, or if he'll stick with with what I. Uh, hopefully, he comes up with like something else. I think that'd be fun. Are you expect me like um, Doc Hendricks, who had who I weirdly had a, like a different fucking name, even though we all knew him as something else. Yes. Yeah, he should have he should have a gimmick name because obviously Matt Wadsworth is not actually Matt Wadsworth. How dare you besmirch Matt Wadsworth like that? And Pedro's real name isn't Pedro. So. No, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> what is, so, is his name? Not Nathan Segura. I mean, he's already a sportscaster, <laughs> so he uses his real name. Yes. Don't that's that's apples and oranges. Stop it. Yeah, there's there's not a whole lot here. Uh, uh, it's funny to say there's not a whole lot of meat on the bone uh, for fresh meat too for us to really dig into. Um, definitely have a lot more to say in the review, obviously. Yeah. Um, but we are very excited for it. I know I am very excited to see all the debuting students and uh, see what they bring to the table. And uh, hopefully they all have really good debut matches. And um, I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, this new crop of students because it's, I mean, I, I've really enjoyed the, the last set of students I got to see wrestle for the first time ever uh, in that four way and look where they're at now. So seeing these guys now is going to be, you know, a little, little snapshot into the future of AIW talent. So here's the thing that I love about fresh meat or, you know, the student matches is that here we are coming into these matches and like, we literally know fuck all about them. And we've had, we've had matches in the past where they've been like four ways or six way scrambles, however many students were coming out. And like, we, we know nothing about them. There's no real connection. And we're, we're going to witness over the next year or so these six individuals take what they have and try to connect with us one way or another in the ring stuff, promos online, whatever, to where we're able to look at them later on. And we're definitely more connected. Like I think back to whether it be the last one we had at Goldhorn Brewery or some of the, the scramble matches or debut matches like where, where Wes Barkley, his class, and um, Bishop in his class. And now we look back and it's just like, oh man, like you've come such a long way, like especially Bishop right now, fucking absolute champion, th- what, three-time absolute champion, three-time intense champion, mm-hmm. and has connected with- First the guy to hold all the belts in AIW at once. Yep. And, you know, he was like the one standout from his scramble match, as in like, there were people like fans talking about him before the match. They really liked Joshua Bishop. So he's built on that. And then like you move to Wes Barkley's class. And that also featured, well, featured two people who aren't, well, one that's not in AIW anymore and the other one's not wrestling anymore. But we also have like TKD. And then like it was mentioned last week and before about Bitcoin boys and bulking season. Like mm-hmm. to w- just watching where they come in, like that's what lays in front of these next class, this next class, six wrestlers where we're going to figure out whether we like them, whether we don't. And like things, things will change. Like Bishop, when he first came out of the Academy, like this is going to sound like an insult, but like he was a baby and he grew up to this, not saying like he was crying or, or anything like that, but like he grew up to this and like the same, we're going to watch D's next six evolve. Yep. So the matches we got, just run through them real quick. 
uh, Riley Rose versus Vic Vice, Shaw Mason versus Wes Barkley, Tyson Rees, Riggs versus Dominic Garini, The Duke versus Austin James, Derek Dillinger versus Hendrix Hawkins, and Joshua Bishop versus Sam Holloway. Non-title match. How long the first match to have, man? Oh, yeah. Like, that. I mean, they haven't done singles matches for debuts since the first fresh meet. And, I mean, I'd have to pull that card up, but I'm pretty sure none of them went against champion. All right. That's, that's rough. Oh, sorry about your luck, man. Holy shit. <laughs> but, I mean, that's how legends are made. He goes in there and steps toe-to-toe with Bishop, and maybe he somehow survives. That's, yeah. that's how legends are made. I think that's going to be the key of he's going to just have to survive because like There's only one problem with that though. Exit 187 is no survivors. Oh yeah. So we'll see. I mean, he's, I mean, he's going to have to survive somehow. That's going to be, but it's like how, how well he survives. Is this going to be the last match we see him in? <laughs> one and done, huh? That's, is, is that what you're going to predict? Oh no, I'm not. I'm, not. I, I, I'm <laughs> giving scenarios at this point. Because <laughs> I, I do want to try to pull up when the fuck fresh meat was. I I want to say like 2015. 20, October 3rd, 2015. You found it before me. Fuck you. Google, baby. Google. Uh, nah, I, I make the mistake of just doing um going to cage match, going through AAW's fucking um, cards, went through all the results. Said 2014? Uh, it was October. Third, 2015. Are you reading that wrong? No. The way they have it's 310-2015, so it'd be 10-3, right? Oh, I'm a dumbass I'm looking at 2014. That's why it's not going to be in that year. I'm like, this is off. <laughs> yes. Oh. All right. We're not going to talk about that show <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. someone did debut against the fucking champion. <laughs> we don't talk about either of them anymore. So technically, it never happened. <laughs> but you also had on that show... uh Pondo versus Kaplan. And look how long that match went to 18 (laughs) minutes. Holy fucking shit. There's no way that match needed to go that long. What the fuck? Um, (laughs) was 10 of it. Pondo walking to the ring. I, what the fuck? Yeah. Did we, I want to say we reviewed this show. Didn't I review this with Kaplan, Carson and Frankie? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I believe you did their debut show, yeah. Because this... Oh, I was... Okay, go, going back, I was wrong. The That main event for the absolute title, that wasn't their debut. They debuted at, okay. a, at a different show. They debuted at All In. AIW All In, okay. AEW All In. Where they, where they had two debuting student talent at that time. Because th- this was the show that had the fucking... Absolute hoss match: Big Mo versus Benjamin Boone versus Broderick Strong or Shaw. When I say Strong, versus Jackson Stone versus John Creed versus John Silver, Johnny Hungy. But so fucking Sam Holloway has to go up against the champion because there's a debut. I, I mean, he's he's got a strong start if he just survives. Of all these matches, which one are you looking forward to the most? Um. I think Dom and Tyson Riggs looks interesting. Dillinger and Hawkins might be good. 
and Riley Rose and Vic Vice. I think Riley Rose and Vic Vice, uh, for some reason, the graphic just makes me think they're going to put on a banger match. I think, too, like the fun thing about that match compared to the rest, like Riley Rose is the newest in at least AIW of everybody else. Right. He's still a relatively young gun. Yeah. Um, which makes it a, a little bit more of an interesting uh, match as far as like, you know, the possibility of, you know, an upset. Yeah. I like uh, the idea of that match. Shaw Mason's promo picture looks very intense. And I think he's going to be a dick. <laughs> I mean, when your promo picture is like you wearing a bunch of fucking medals, like this guy's got a. Uh, I think he's going to have some shit to talk. And obviously, he's going to be going against Wes Barkley. Like one of the king shit talkers in the IW. Yeah, it's, it's hard to, to pull a lot from their their promo too too much because yeah like you said he looks like he could be a dick but I, who knows man it's, I get like the Kurt Angle vibes from it a little bit and like how he was when he debuted so I mean it's totally possible and then like we're, we got like these two matches with similar styles or at least kind of what we're getting from the, the promo pitchers Tyson Riggs versus Dominic Arini obviously Tyson's wearing uh, what looks like to be some sort of gi so I'm I'm going to guess there is some sort of martial arts background with him. So, right. Interesting. And then we have the Duke versus Austin James. Uh, we know the Duke likes to play softball, and here's somebody wearing uh, a baseball hat, baseball gloves, or batting gloves, and with a bat. So, it's again, yeah, like <laughs> some similar styles. Right. So, the, the, those will be fun. Then, last we have uh, DD versus HH. I, with uh, Hendrix Hawkins, I'm, I, I'm sorry, dude. I get a Kurt Hertz vibe from him because he's doing the uh, like kind of like a hand pose that uh, a lot of football players will do. A lot of times there's 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 a design that goes together to make one whole picture when you do that. Like his doesn't, but like that's kind of what fucking Kurt Hertz did with AJ Styles gloves. Like granted, he's not wearing AJ Styles gloves, but I, I that's the first thing that comes to mind. And yeah. you know, Derek is gonna fucking beat the piss out of anybody he's in the ring with and especially a student like that's that's one of his students so yeah it's gonna be even worse <laughs> chops man chops oh, yeah. chops chops all right um yeah then we got bishop versus holloway should be a good one i think the match i'm looking forward to the most i think i'm going the duke versus uh austin james but as a whole looking forward to the entire card uh it's also cool with with these shows is this is where it's going to get packed with families of these wrestlers. Some of them might never come back. Some of them might stick around for a little while. And then you, you'll have the ones that if they return, they're going to be for like big moments, which is right. It's still great to see. So still great to see the support. Um, so things to expect for fresh meat too. Let's get back to the Jaylet card with this one. Philly Collins. Versus Isaiah Broner. Philly Collins has flat out said he wanted Isaiah Broner. He asked for it. He's getting it. He wants it. He gets it. Call God. Talk about the problem. Is this, is this going to be a moment that Philly regrets? Because we've seen what, what fucking Broner can do. Philly might, might give Broner a run for his money, but I don't think uh, in the end 
he uh, walks away with the victory. So Philly can be sneaky. He can he can use his little he can he can you know cheat like he did at a certain game, and uh, you know make it a little bit more even for him for a little bit. But I don't think uh, I think he's still going to catch that clothesline that Larry and be done. So yeah. So we're both picking Philly Collins. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no way in hell either of us are not picking Broner. All right, let's uh move on to the next one. Next up we got Jackson Stone versus Kaplan. Big meaty men slapping meat. Oh fuck yeah, these two are fucking gonna go at it. Like I don't I don't think they've been in a match yet in AIW, have they? No, Jackson Stone has specifically faced like Dom. I've been in that feud pretty much every show. That's what that's what I thought. This is a a nice new thing for Jackson Stone, and then also you know Kaplan's been carrying around that title from the Bill Alfonso tournament. So like I obviously don't think it's going to be on the line, but right, he's uh he's showing it off. So I think this is going to be a fucking real fun one. Yeah, I mean it could always end up under relaxed rules. I mean we've seen that with certain matches. Uh, in the last tournament, so and the, the last um, J lit, so if not with with this match, like let's say Kaplan moves on to the next round, like whatever match he's in there has uh, relaxed rules are definitely like finals. Yeah, it's definitely possible. Who you got in this one, Kaplan? Um, yeah, I'm gonna go Kaplan too. I don't see him getting a loss after that tournament. Not. First big match off of it. All right, let's move on to the next one. Mikey Montgomery versus Derek Dillinger. So I, I'm guessing Derek will will get past this round and get past the next round, but he'll just <laughs> lose. In, he'll lose in the finals, right? No. Uh, although they, this is a rematch from the Chandler Biggins Memorial Tournament, uh, this match happened in the second round there. Um, I think we can expect a repeat where Dillinger beats Mikey. So, sorry, Ed. I mean, he's calling this one for Mikey. He called the last one for Mikey. He calls everything I mean, for Mikey. I mean, Mikey did beat Trey, but that was about it. And we haven't seen Trey since. True. But also, uh, Mikey was kind of lucky because let's not forget round one that he didn't he didn't have to go up against Dom after all. Or did he yeah, go? Up that's true. Dom? Or did he go up against Dom? I can't remember. No, Dom was injured, so it was of. just yeah. So the fact that Mikey didn't have to go against Dom, like we would, this wouldn't have been a rematch. This would have just been ah, it's Mikey and Derek. How come all of Derek's matches announced matches for the weekend? Because obviously we don't know if he'll make it to the next round and all that kind of stuff. And if he does, all the opponents. But he go he's going up against people with uh, double letter names. He's DD. <laughs> he's DD. He's going up against MM at the um, at Fresh Meat. It's HH. In the words of right. Mitch Hedberg, I did not learn my AABBCCs. God, God damn it, damn it. Oh, boy. <laughs> you, you you just compared me to Jared in your head, didn't you? No. Okay. Thank you. But this, this is going to be a, a real big match for Mikey because I make the jokes that, you know, Derek has, you know, come in second place. I mean, it's true, but he's also managed to make it to those points. It's not like he started off in third and ends in second. No, he... He's easily one of the best currently in AIW. Mm-hmm. He just keeps falling short, and he 
he got to get the devil off his back a little bit with the um, Fonzie tournament because he beat Wes. Obviously, still came in second place, but that was one little ounce of redemption. Now he has another tournament to do it again. Yeah, we don't know how the finals are going to shake out. I mean, it could, could be they could meet in the finals again. You never know. Very true. Yeah, because like as of now, as we're recording, there has not been a bracket released. Um, might get released the day that uh, Thorn Thorn said that it's coming out the day this comes out. Okay, good. Because I didn't want to fuck shit up. I was actually just checking Facebook just in case, like, because we're right around the time of AEW, and I know he likes to post match stuff right around that time. Yeah, he said tomorrow. Because people were asking. Yeah. Yep. Because they want to do fill out their brackets and stuff. So mm-hmm. I wonder if there'll be a bracket competition, but I, I doubt it. I don't think there's been one in years. That was, I feel like that was a Biggins thing. Like he's the one that like organized it, took all the money um, and all that shit. Because I remember when I won, like I filled it out, gave it to Biggins. And then at the end of the show, uh, at the end of night two, like I yelled at him who won. <laughs> he was like, you. And I'm like, what? But yeah. And I feel like we have not done that in a long time. I thought that I thought it was a fun thing. It's a little bit it's a little bit different from your gauntlet for the cache that I'm a huge fan of. But it adds in that whole bracket competition that people do with like any other sports tournament or even um NC well, granted it's a sports tournament, but I know the big one is NCAA basketball, like the March Madness stuff. Right. Didn't oh wait a minute, didn't didn't Jay Gold run one? Like twenty was it twenty nineteen? 2019 somebody ran one but i don't remember who it was i remember because i remember doing mine i want to say it was jay gold i could be wrong i doubt myself a lot on that kind of stuff but my memory well, remember you put in there was prizes you put in one of the prizes it was like a ticket to absolution but absolution. i don't i don't remember if that was 2019 or 2018 i think that was 2019 because i was there for it because i remember um that's when I was still, I was going to shows. I wasn't going in 2018, so I didn't go to okay. Jay Lit in 2018, but I went in 2019, so I know that's when it was. I don't remember who ran it, what they did with it, but I know you put in the ticket for Absolution as a prize. Hmm. Something tells me, Jake, it sounds right. Been. It sounds COVID right. COVID times. COVID times. I don't remember shit. Yeah. And not to mention, too, like, I mean, the fact of COVID, but partially kind of go because of COVID, but just, it was three years ago, over three years ago. That's true too. How much, uh, how much do you think Ziggy's going to play? Not only in this match, but the entire tournament. If Derek wins, I'll shove a big hand in each match. I'm sure. I don't know. Her hands are kind of tiny. She'll have, a, uh, she'll have her little hands in it a lot. I would say something just tells me with this tournament, Derek has something up his sleeve. I don't know what, obviously, but I, I'm I'm expecting something to surprise us. I don't know round one, round two, or finals. And like we we've we've talked slightly about it, but I need, round two is you know a four way one fall, and then the finals are triple threat elimination. And that's that's been the way f- since I want to say 2018. Maybe the finals have always have actually always been elimination, like going back to the first year i believe but yeah this will be my ninth jaylet i've been to every single one uh this will be my my second but i'm only going to night two so and this 
I I don't know how you you would want to put it. This is a the second or third for a title. Oddly enough, ten years ago, the very first Jaylit was for the absolute title, which is won by Eric Ryan. Obviously, this one for the intense title, and the one that's like I don't know whether we count or not. There's the one that Elgin won, and um, he was the champion, but put the title on the line throughout the tournament. So it was basically whoever won would be champion because if Elgin lost, he was losing the title. Right. Because that's why he never cashed in, I was told. Because I thought, which I thought is kind of sneaky and would be kind of cool, where he's a champion, goes into Jaylit, wins Jaylit, so he has this like money in the bank cash in opportunity whenever he wants so he can like lose the title but then like cash back in whenever like he didn't he wouldn't have to wait for a rematch right but i was told like no uh that year like i don't think it was like clearly explained because obviously back then there was no aw podcast but um that was basically for the title so who do you got here between mikey and Derek? uh Derek. mikey okay okay mikey i, th- I thought you were gonna say mikey <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go Derek. If, if there's anything we've learned about him, he's going to be good for the beginning. All right, let's move on to the next one. We got some uh, debuts on the next two. Alec Price versus Chase Oliver. I like I like this opening round match for Chase. Yeah, Alec Price is real devious, so I don't know if if, if uh, Chase can overcome him. He's, he's pretty sneaky. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, but we got we got Chase. Though this isn't a scramble match, so yeah, he, he's the the scramble god. He's he's this isn't a scramble, so I don't know. I don't know what'll happen here. No, the, no pressure, Chase. <laughs> though if he wins here, he'll have a bit of advantage in the second round. Like granted, you know, four way is not a scramble, but close. Basically, same thing. Alec Price is somebody that I don't I don't think I've ever seen, but I always at least hear names to where even if I don't watch him. When I hear the name enough, I know like that name's important because I'm hearing it so much. What are your thoughts on this match? Um, I mean, if I see Alec Price isn't exactly a high flyer, so I think he'll keep Chase grounded for a lot of the match. Um, I mean, I really I, this is going to be real a real challenge for Chase. Uh, Alec Price is is the Bone Storm champion right now. He he's uh, been all over the East Coast. He's I mean he's really really good. Um, this is going to be a, a huge challenge for Chase. So, and, what, uh, so what you're telling me is Alec Price should put up the Bone Storm title and Chase should win. And then he is then the champion of, of Southern Underground Pro. That's that's what I heard. I mean, I don't think that that's, that'll ever happen, but I mean, that'd be <laughs> interesting. I'm trying to remember if Chase has even been to Southern Underground Pro. I don't think so. Like there's been a lot of AEW people going down there. He's one I do not recall. Uh, he was in a five-way one time back in 2017. Okay. A scramble. How about that? <laughs> did he win? Uh, he did not. Uh, it was him, Derek, Daniel C. Rockingham, Joshua Bishop, and A.J. Gray. A.J. Gray won. Oh, that's almost like a fucking all-Cleveland scramble. Yeah. I'm I'm curious to see how people are going to react to uh, these two debuts, this one and the one in the next match. I always say with with some of these like Jaylits where people get announced, like fans might not be familiar with everybody, 
but a lot of the time by the end of the weekend they've won the crowd over yeah like that was my first introduction to eric stevens that was my first introduction to um oh what the fuck is his name the dude that came out with the birdcage on oh um works for uh, works for aew now i think yeah um shit pat buck pat buck yeah yeah see your memory is way better than mine (laughs) i would have never remembered that (laughs) it's one of those things it's like and this is kind of my issue with doing what i do in general is i've been doing it for so long there's a lot of names that are in my head and like things that i remember but sometimes like i will just like blank and i have to try to like jog my memory on who somebody is and i kind of also bring that up because like i now have to learn you know six new names for fresh meat and like get more familiar with who they are so i can call them by the right names instead of like when we did the one episode where i couldn't tell you members only's names mainly because i hadn't i didn't follow them i think on social media at the time i normally wait till they debut for that and then when they they did debut i didn't see a graphic for the match like at least with these fresh meat matches i'm gonna like there's graphics so it's like can train myself to who who these guys are oh yeah they, they got a match announced for that show too what show uh fresh meat members only got a match on that did I totally fucking miss that? It got announced today. It's them versus to infinity and beyond. I was going to ask you if we were going to put that in the other part or how you wanted to do that, but I thought maybe we were just going to skip it. I didn't know, but uh, now, now, now we're talking about it. So, well, hold on for that. Uh, let's, let's finish up <laughs> with this. Alec price, chase Oliver. Who do you got? Man, chase is my dude, but I'm going to go with Alec price. Uh, chase. Use one of my photos for an eight by ten. So I'm um, I'm picking Chase, and I like Chase. Chase is a great guy. He is. All right, very supportive of my dreams. Let's uh, move on to the next one. Okay, going back and a little uh, peek behind the curtain. Uh, everything from the Broner match back was recorded on Sunday. We were recording the rest on Wednesday because I needed the rest of the uh, tournament matches, and I didn't want to give a half-ass preview lately i have been doing some half-ass previews but those have been because everything's not out and getting all that information sometimes is a pain so it's like all right like this is what was announced before the show before we recorded here it is but we're previewing a tournament so we need every every match so i was not expecting to infinity beyond or even just another match to be added to fresh meat but we got two infinity beyond versus members only hell yeah this is a rematch, right? I mean, technically, you know, members only has been involved with two of the previous matches, but they weren't one-on-one. So it's like rematch in, kind of in that sense, like they're familiar, but I want to say they've had, they've had like another Winchester show. They had that three-way match. They had a singles match with members only back uh, in May at the Cybernetico. Okay. Singles tag match, you mean? Yes. Yeah, because I was, I was thinking Winchester, like that was burnt yep. in my brain of members only versus to infinity and beyond. Man, how about some of those promos that got released since we did this? Uh... I have yet to watch any of them yet. Really? I'm I'm going to, obviously, probably the day that this gets released or Friday to get me ready for the weekend. But okay. um, 
I've, I've been noticing them. I, I've loved just the fact that I've seen a lot from the students. Like, I think there's only like a few for the tournament, but seeing the students step up and do something is awesome. I think like all but one. I did catch that tweet from the Duke that AJ has not released a promo as of this recording. I've only seen three, but I, I haven't been looking too, too hard. I've been, I've noticed them earlier in the week and then I've been back to work because uh, I took Monday off. Um, I've been back to work and stuff and I've been real busy. So I don't get to look at uh, Twitter as much during the week when I'm, I'm working usually. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I, I want to say everybody but AJ has released one, but I'll... Well, it's totally possible. I just yeah. I might have just missed them. I mean, I, I know I've for sure I've seen at least three of them, and I was really impressed with uh, with them. So I'm, I'm excited a little bit more now so than when we originally discussed it uh, on Sunday. So I'm glad that they're doing that so you kind of get a little bit of an idea about them. Yeah, because I don't, I don't think they've done this before of like these students who were debuting release promos that I know like for the last one with the Goldhorn debut, some of them kind of had matches at UXWA. So that, like you could be familiar with them that way. Mm-hmm. But like when we've had like Bishop's class and Barkley's class, like I don't remember there being promos. I think it'd be really cool if they did like a fresh meat, um, sit down series and they kind of did like the sit down interviews that they didn't go for broke with them. So you can kind of get to know them a little bit better. Um, I think that really helped uh, establish some of the newer people uh, back when Go for Broke was was on, and like we didn't really have like full stories for a lot of people, and that really established them in my mind and made me like a bigger fan of certain people because like you got to hear their story. I'm not sure if that's good, like right off the rip, because I mean, like they're debuting, so they don't have as like much behind them as like everybody who was in go for broke were they had been wrestling for at least X amount of years. You know what I mean? So it's like you're getting to know who they are for the competition, but there's some history to them. And like with, with these guys, like there's no history yet. Like what I was kind of thinking in my head, like maybe we see those type of videos for Jay lit. But then again, that's kind of harder because like you're, you're, you know, you're having some of this talent come in and they're not going to be able to exact like, you know, Alec price isn't going to, be able to cut that same kind of promo and be able to cut those videos together. Like we're on go for broke. I know I wasn't super successful, but man, there's a part of me that wishes go for broke was a yearly thing outside of like us, like doing those episodes, like right after it goes off the air, which was pro and con, but it was that build. There was like so many storyline things going on. And like, this was at a time where there wasn't much storyline going on in the AW. So this was like, them building to like basically where where we got for APSA with a lot of matches like just little builds here and there that would eventually lead to something else and things were able to go from there i kind of i kind of wish we had a big tournament this year regardless like I'm yeah ca- i know we discussed if if they would have um retired the jaylit and kept the biggins tournament um if that was going to be something that they decided to do obviously that wasn't but um I mean, personally, I would have liked if they would have done that, but it is what it is. Now, if we add that as like an additional tournament on it uh, somehow else, I mean, I don't, I mean, it's, it's not as big of a tournament. Um, it's only an eight person, so that's not terrible. Um, I'm sure you could fit it in properly somehow with like spacing and stuff. Yeah. 
that's uh, that's a big thing that I know Thorne has to work on is uh, the calendar for next year. Something that was mentioned on the podcast this week about how like right now, like especially like this time of the year, there's like so many shows. Like it's almost week after week after week. And even for them, like they have the week off for uh, after the Fonzie tournament, but that they were still doing stuff, but it was through uh, ICP and the gathering. And then this past weekend was Ken. We have Jaylet this weekend. We have Rager the weekend after and Wadsworth street fair thing the week after that. And then there's potentially an- going to be another one after that. I completely missed that they released an episode, man. Uh, I'm so far behind on all my shit. So, yeah, there's um, a lot going on. And, like, shit needs to be kind of spread out a little bit more, like, something. Like, I'm fine with, like, shows being, you know, have, like, once a month. And then, like, for whatever reason, you have, like, two in a month. But this year is definitely the most ambitious that I've seen in a long time, if ever, really, in AEW. I just feel like it's kind of a continuation of where we were headed back in 2022. Uh, because 2020 as well, not 2022, because this is 2022. Right. Well, yeah, it's 2020 is what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, because like where we were headed then, like, I feel like it would have been just as busy. It would have been slightly different, but I think it would have been just as busy because they were working with everything. I feel like um they might have had all these opportunities come up then i know there was even more opportunities that didn't even happen um for shows yeah uh, more outdoor shows like down this way and stuff so and there was the columbus show that was canceled mm-hmm. like entirely and the main person on that show was canceled as well so like, <laughs> yeah that's it, why uh yeah i mean so. it, it was canceled entirely because of covid but then like when everything happened with this individual it's like that's a double cancel but um, we went we went off on a fucking tangent. Uh, members only into Infinity and Beyond. Yes, back to that. Members I'm only. Gonna say, I'm, I'm gonna say members only, man. I think they're gonna get the big win here. Do they go two in a row? Because they just you know just won an episode. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. I, I know they won that one. I don't have a trouble with my memory. I'm like, yep, they won. I remember them walking out winning. Yep, I think they do. I think they get uh, another big win here. Get that win back from uh, Cybernetico. The one thing about Absolution that we have to remember, Cheech wasn't there. Technically, technically, they've never beat Two Infinity and Beyond. Correct. They beat Colin and Lewis Linden. Yeah, I'm going to go members only. Halfway hesitant only because it's Two Infinity and Beyond. (laughs) Most of the time they win one way or another. All right, let's... uh, Go back to the tournament with two more matches. The other debut that I was alluding to, Adam Priest versus Dominic Guarini. And Adam Priest is another dude. I've seen I've seen stuff of him, but I know with him, like he's been tearing it up down south. Yeah, he's the um action champion right now. He just won the belt off a of coup. Um He's a very good wrestler. Uh, I've been watching him for a couple of years now. Uh, very excited for this match. This is going to be one hell of a wrestling match between these two. I wish this was an Akron, so Dom's parents were going to be there. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think this is going to be this is going to be a second half match, right? Gotta be. 
This, this could potentially uh, main event. I don't think it is, but I think it could be like the semi-main. Oh, I think the next match is the main event. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like, that's something we were talking about before everything got announced. Actually, before we were recording on Sunday, that we weren't sure who was going to be the main event. Because it was like, obviously, like, you need, like, somebody that's that feels like a main event. So you figure, like, some of the, the bigger talent. And at that time, uh, the other match hadn't been announced yet. So it's like, is Eric Young going to be in the main event? No, because, like, Eric and Eric, that doesn't feel like a main event. Or, or is it going to be Casey Carrington and Ernest the Cat Miller? I don't know. That, that doesn't feel like a main event. But soon as it came down to the match we'll get to, just don't want to talk about it right now. It's like, oh, yeah, that's that's the main event. That's That makes total fucking sense. And if it's not... I was wrong. Fine. Whatever. Yeah, we'll find out. It'll be fun. Either way. I'm going to say it right now. I think Dom is an underdog to win this. As crazy as it is, and like, granted it could be because of some of his connections, like, Dom really hasn't won anything in AIW. I mean, True. I mean, he's won matches, but zero titles. Zero. Right. zero well, I would say zero tournaments. But he, he, win, he did win the Cybernetico. I'll, I'll give him that. But there's two annual big events every year call for the gold and jaylet and i would say those are two of the the biggest things you could win in aiw that's not a title and granted both of those lead to title matches one way or another i think dom walking out champion would be something that no one would expect but no one would complain about I mean, there's three people in this tournament that I wouldn't be mad if they won. Like, I I want Derek to win, but like, if you tell me Broner's gonna like Broner would win or Dom, I'd be okay with that too. Like, uh, those are my three dudes. So, um, I'm I got you know, I got those three. I got those three in Chase. Right on. Like we 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 talked about it for like a year. Oh, he should like he should be intense champion. He should be intense champion. Like, oh, it's grand. I know we said about Derek too, but the fact that there were two people in general that we were linking to that title. Both of them are in the tournament. So they're favorites for me to at least make it to the finals with Broner. I don't know if I want him to win the title because I want him to go for the absolute title. Yeah. I think there's a lot of money in him in the absolute, but you never know like what's going to happen. Like it's AIW man. That's one thing. Like I can't predict AIW. I thought I used to be able to No, it's, it's a crapshoot for me. I can't really predict much. You seem to be pretty decent at, at, at finding these weird things and being able to, but I, I, I couldn't tell you, man, honestly. You know who we <laughs> haven't seen in a while? No, I'm kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got to do this? Why you got to do this now? Why? Who? Who have we not seen in a while? No, I was making a joke about okay. Donst. Cause that's I, what I thought. I was like, oh, God, don't tell me there's somebody else we've been missing for a while that's going to show up now. I mean, I mean, there are there are a couple people we've been missing, but I don't think they're going to show up. Yeah, but I I would say those are my four. Like any of them four wind up in the the finals, no complaints. Like actually, I think the year that that Filthy won, or no, he didn't win. Uh, Justice won. Filthy was champion at that time. Yeah. Um, I think I remember like that that those finals were like perfect because if I'm correct, that was or maybe I'm thinking 2018 when it was like Mance justice engage yeah that was 2019 yeah that was my first one yeah and that's the one the duke screwed mance and yeah that happened right in front of me yeah but i remember thinking i don't care who wins this like i like them all right and i'll be happy if any of any of them win right 
and I, I like those situations. So it's like, if we get to like any of them four are in that situation, that's like, Oh shit. I, I can't predict who's going to win because I think they all deserve it. And I won't complain about any of them winning though. I don't, I don't complain about people losing in general. I'm not one of those fans, but Dom winning it would be awesome. I, I think whether he wants to hear it or not, I want to see him win something in AIW. I thought he was going to win a championship before Bishop. Fuck was I wrong. Mm. And I'm talking like going back to their, you know, their WrestleMania weekend match, Slumber Party Massacre, because it, to me, it felt like these were the two dudes going out and becoming bigger names outside of AIW, like going out there, going to different territories, going to all these different companies. But Dom had a little bit of a head start and at that point was a little more successful. Now, granted, tag team wise, Dom is continue to be successful, but Bishop has made up for it since then. But I want I want Dom to win a Jaylet calling for the gold or a title. If he could if he could win the tag titles with coup, that would be great. But I know that's not gonna happen. Like a big moment, middle of the ring. That's all I want for him. So who do you got? Adam Priest or Dominic Greeny? I'm gonna go with Dom. I too am go Dominic Greeny. All right, let's move on to the final match and what I'm thinking is going to be the main event. Jack Evans versus Drago. Jack Evans from the heavens versus a dragon. A, a dragon man. Yes. I, yeah, I would think this is going to be the main event. Could be wrong, but this feels like it's going to be a banger. We, we saw what Jack Evans did last time in AIW. I'm not expecting anything different. The only thing about like both of these dudes is I'm not super familiar with either of them. I've watched uh, both in um, Lucha Underground, so I am uh, super excited for this match. I actually never watched Lucha Underground because I want to say that was a big thing um, when I was over the road, or it started to be a big thing when I was over the road, and that like so made me a huge fan of Pentagon. That's that's where I saw him and became a huge fan of him. I became a huge fan of Pentagon when he actually showed up to two AW shows. <laughs> oh shit. Though his match with Roe, like I loved that. I like, cause I'll never forget Pentagon came out first and then he waits by the entrance. Roe comes out and he fucking blindsides him and the match just starts. Like you don't see that that often. Yeah. But, uh, uh other than seeing Jack Evans in AIW before, I have no other experience with them. So do you have anything to add for the match? Uh, both these guys are high flyers. This match is going to wow everybody. Um, it's going to be fucking insane. Um, if you can be there, you should be there live for this match. Hey, Charlie, are you going to be there live for this match? Well, speaking of that, I just bought a weekend pass uh, front row stage. So maybe. <laughs> oh, I was going to buy front row stage. I literally thought about it. Somebody literally just offered it up for $30 and AIW retweeted it for the whole weekend. So I'm like, fuck, you can't beat that price. Give it to me. So even if you only make it to day two, you're not, you don't, you won't feel like you're out of anything. Right. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's a steal. Any way you think at, you look, you look at it for that price. Wow. 30 bucks. Yeah. That's a, I take it. Well, who you got in the match? Um, I'm going to go with Jack Evans. I really like Jack Evans. He really showed, he came to AIW um, and he fucking showed out in that, in that scramble match. Um, 
super duper impressive. And I like that when a guy will come in, he's a big name and he'll, he'll still do some crazy shit. Like he instantly wanted to dive off that fucking uh, off the balcony and instantly is like, you know, he's he put his life on the line to do that. Uh, you know, first night there fucking hell. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's see him in the, in the second round. Yeah. That's pr- pretty much where I was going to go with it too, because of, well, being the only one I'm really familiar with, but the fact of like the match he had, and granted, it wasn't all him, but he fucking wowed us. And I think he'll do it again. I think he'll get the win. Move on to round two. Like, imagine what if Jack Evans and Chase are in the same second round matchup? I mean, that would be dope. All right. Uh, this is uh, going to be a, be a pretty long one. Uh, any final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go? Yeah. Um, let me pull up my notes here. I got notes for this all the time just to make sure I don't forget nothing. If you like stories about con men, grifters, etc., uh, check out uh, my other podcast. If you catch my grift, um, new IWTV guide episodes drop on Tuesdays. Uh, this week they reviewed uh, season of the witch, um, and uh, my Twitter is Charlie underscore Butters. What year was season of the witch? Twenty sixteen. Okay, so if it was twenty, yeah, if it was twenty sixteen, that was pre wrestling cheers. Because I was going to be like, go listen to our review too, but. I don't think it. I don't think it's there. I know pretty much everything 2017 on is definitely there because that's when I started doing every single show. Going mom, going back to doing every single show. Missed a few years there, just doing like two shows a year. Anyway, as always, you can find myself at J Summers three three zero on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Much like you can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, Twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and Instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email. If you so choose desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. Like I said earlier in the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. Your Everless is fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean Cheers.podbean.com. And all of those links are in the show notes and under the link tree link. Check out our podcast friends such as Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast. It's Evolution, baby. The IndieCast, Sobros Network, Biff Radio, GameWorks Podcast, Powerbomb Jitsu, Spotlight Series, Fully Posable, Positively Pro Wrestling, IWTV Guide, If You Catch My Grift, At Odds With Wrestling, Marks With Mikes, X Over, The Pal Driver Podcast, Tornado Tag Podcast, The Uncut Wrestling Podcast. This ends at Prom and Porch Talk and check out our other non-podcasting friends such as the mystery men redline radio mouse's wrestling adventures vhs party tonight on instagram danger zone video in juliet tennessee heart of gold toy Hyo toy show time capsule toys stay tough smoke and jay's barbecue jcp designs midwest territory southern underground pro and the official graphic designer of wrestling cheers moy boy designs That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. And let's get J-Lit. Later. It's the Wrestling Cheers. Get up on your feet. Brighten in your day in the middle of the week. And you gotta love the show. Yeah, you know it holds a title for the best podcast. Talking wrestling in Ohio. Finishing a cold one. Take a load off. We ain't all about the prohibition like Josh. So we cheers. 
And then we sit back Other shows are in the trash Kinda like they Nick Stapp Like the name is Matt Justice Wearing all the gold Wrestling cheers is coming to a close The number one podcast going in the game And one day everybody's gonna know the name It's the Wrestling Cheers This is Platinum Max Signing off Ohio Good night The world Good night We love you. We'll see you next week.